this is a place for powerful women. You've never followed their rules, and now is not the time to start. Whether you want to travel full-time, run your dream business, or retire early on a beach, I've got you covered. Each week, I'll give you tactical tips and strategies to build wealth in a way that's significant to you. No matter what your goal is, the path is out there. This is the Money Confident Podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Todd. Get ready to light it up. All right, let's get this party started. Happy Wednesday. I hope you're having a great week. Um, Things are still weird. 2020 is still doing its thing. But we're rocking with it. We're rolling with it. We keep it moving. I've got wine. It's 4 p.m. on a Wednesday, so that's where I'm at. But today, for our live video, I really want to talk about budgeting on variable income. Um, So that is maybe you're a business owner or your work is project-based or you're part-time and not full-time or not salaried. Basically, anyone who isn't 100% sure how much they're going to be bringing in every single week or month or year and how to budget around that, how to set up your finances, how to set up your budget, set up your plan to kind of allocate for that. Because I don't know about you, but like when I first started my business, when I first got into this industry, I was like, okay, I need a budget. Okay, I know I have expenses and I did plan them, but like, I don't know how much I'm going to make this month. I don't know how much I'm going to make this week, right? Like, and I think, like I said, if you are a creative business owner, if you are an artist, if you work maybe project-based or you're part-time, you don't know how many hours you're going to get, it can be stressful, right? You're like, I want to figure out my bills. I want to figure out what I can pay when and, you know, figure out everything like debt and investing and saving. But like, it's hard to do that when you don't know how much is coming in to then allocate. Um, So today I want to give you guys some tips and tricks to, to do that. Ways that you can set up your budget, set up your plan, set up your life so that you still get that same comfort and that same security. I think I've said this before, but like, Budgets are supposed to give you comfort. They're supposed to give you, they're supposed, yeah, they're supposed to comfort you instead of stress you out. Like, I think a lot of us have, um, obviously, a lot of emotion tied into money and mindset and the way we were raised and maybe the way our parents acted around money or their careers, right? But the whole reason that you do a budget, the whole reason that you set aside time at the beginning of the month or week or year or whatever that is to allocate your funds is so that you can think about it once, you can put together a plan, you can know that it's, strategic and it hits your goals and it will move you closer to the life that you want to live and then you can stop thinking about it right like it's not supposed to be something like you are not supposed to be spending every single waking moment worried about I have to pay my employees or like when is my phone bill due again like freeing yourself up having a budget having a plan having it dedicated in a certain place where you track it every single month frees you up to not think about those things all the time right and so that's what I really want to talk about today like how to set up a budget how to get that same security if you don't know what you're bringing in every single month so first things first you need to understand what that minimum number is for you so we all have in the finance world they're called fixed expenses and variable expenses right so like some bills are going to be the same thing every month it's going to be like your rent or your mortgage your car payment your credit card minimum balances um, it, your groceries are probably going to be about the same, right? Like we have certain bills or expenses that are the same every single month. Um, and those are pretty easy to track. And then of course we have like variable expenses. So like maybe going out or like your credit card, depending on how much you spend or like how much you felt like treating yourself. Right. But like the first thing that you need to do when you're figuring out your budget 
mm-hmm. especially if you live on variable income or like project-based income or, you know, it's just not the same every single month, then you need to figure out what that minimum number is that you need to hit every single month to cover those bills that you have every single month. So maybe you do the number, you do the math and you figure out, okay, my rent and insurance and my car note and credit cards and like all the things that it takes to live my life. I mean, and I want to bring, bring this up too. So like, not just like the bare minimum, right? Like I also want you to calculate in like weekly date night with your partner. I want you to figure out like if you always go to, if like once a month, like you host dinner with your family and like everyone comes to your house, like factor that stuff in because if it's required, if it's something that happens every single month, if it's something that's important to you, it needs to be factored in your budget. So yeah, so figure out what what that number is. So like for you, maybe it's like, okay, I know I have at least $2,000 a month of expenses coming in, right? Like whatever that number is for you, sit down, do the math. Like, and it doesn't matter if you do like an app or pen and paper or an Excel sheet. Like I'm an Excel person because I love spreadsheets. Obviously I'm a finance person, but like, it doesn't really matter what method you do, um, you use to get there. Just like, make sure you know what that number is. And that's the first thing, right? Like getting clear on like what you need to make every single month. Um, and then from there, making a plan for both the highs, so like the months that you bring in, so say your minimum amount that you need to do, all the things you need to do is like $2,000 a month. So like figuring out a plan for like what you're going to do on months that are over that. So if you bring in $3,000 a month or $4,000 a month, or like say it's the end of the year and it's really busy for you, so you bring in $5,000 a month. Um, you need to make a plan for what you're going to do when you bring in more money, but then also make a plan for what you're going to do when you don't hit that number. So maybe it's a slow month or Corona has like your hours slowed down, right? Like you need to have a plan for both. And so contrary to like where most people, if they're on salary or they have like a general amount that they know they're going to bring in every month, they maybe just have one budget. I would really allocate for you guys to have like two different or three different budgets really. So like the bare, almost like the bare bones of like, this is what I need to survive. So like if I need $2,000 a month and I bring in 2,200, perfect. Knocked it out. I can like treat myself to an extra sushi dinner. Like that's that. But then also have a plan for the lows. So if you don't hit that number, if you only bring in $1,500, what what is the plan? What are you going to do to bring that revenue or that income up? Can you dip into your emergency savings maybe? Can you um, host a flash sale? Like having a game plan. Like I said, the point of a budget, the point of allocating these things ahead of time is to give you peace of mind, right? Like I don't want you to look at the end of the month and like realize your credit card is due and then be like, oh shit, like I don't know how I'm going to make this extra $500 or I don't, you know, like not having a plan, right? Like the whole point of a budget, the whole point is not to beat yourself up or to be unsure or uncertain, it is to give you that confidence. So while it might not be pleasant to think about maybe not bringing in that certain ma- amount every single month, like it's necessary because when it happens, when it happens, when life gets in the way or you have an emergency with your family or, you know, like when it happens, you'll be prepared and you won't be freaking out, flustered, not sure what to do. And so the other thing I want to say is make sure you plan for the highs as well. For a long time, I only had like an emergency plan for like when I didn't hit my revenue revenue numbers which I think a lot of us do like we're like okay like I'm going out on my own I'm maybe working this job like what am I going to do if I don't get the hours what am I going to do if I don't get the clients but it's also important to plan on the other side of that right so like what am I going to do with the extra thousand dollars if I make it in a single month what am I going to do if I like crush my income goal like should I just take all my family out to eat should I put more in savings should I reinvest in this course should I go on vacation right like having a plan either way having a guide or like no having a general sense of what you'll do not only like 
eliminates the stress, but then gives you comfort that you're not just blowing the money, if that makes sense. I know I used to, I was a spender in a past life. So like I used to like love spending money, love treating myself like all the treats, all the presents for Jillian. And so like anytime that I hit over my goal, like maybe I made an extra $500 in a month or something like that, like I would immediately go and like buy myself some new shoes and like book a vacation and X, Y, and Z. And like, that's great. And I really do want you to like, you should definitely celebrate. You should definitely enjoy your hard work. If you like crush your sales goal or whatever that looks like for you, like definitely celebrate, definitely treat yourself. But then also like make sure you're being strategic with it. Like at the same time, while it is great to treat yourself, take yourself out to dinner, buy your best friend something nice. Like, you know, do whatever lights you up. But then also you want to make sure you're being strategic. Like, am I reinvesting in my business? Am I reinvesting in myself? Should I put more money in savings? Like, because like I said, similar to the highs, we will have lows as well. And so if you're not being strategic with both, if you don't know have a plan for both, it can lead you to feel really anxious. Because in general, like when you are on variable income, when it is project-based or you have your own business and you don't really know what you're going to bring in every month, that pendulum swing of like highs and lows and I don't know what I'm going to bring in and will it be enough? Will it be too much? Like, what am I going to do with the extra money? Should I invest it? Should I save it for next month? Like having that pendulum swing can be like very anxiety producing. And so you want to reduce that as much as you can. And so, like I said, the best way that I've done that, the best way that I advise other people to do that is like having a plan, having it set up for both, both those highs, those like great months where you like knock out your sales goals, like you're rich, like all the dollar bills. And then also those months where like, maybe you don't get as many hours, as many clients, you don't hit that goal. Like having a plan for both will really help you stay centered, stay confident, um, and not immediately flip into like fear and lack and panic. Because when you're in that panic state, when you like don't have a plan, when you realize at the end of the month that you're like, oh, I don't really have enough to swing rent this month. Like that's terrible. And like, that's, I, I think we've all been there. I know I've been there a couple of times and it's like, Anything that you can do ahead of time, any way that you can set yourself up for success ahead of time will just like change your life. The best thing that you can do is like not wait till you're in the moment where you're scared or nervous or unsure, right? Like we don't, we're humans. We don't make the best decisions. We don't make the best decisions when we're hungry or tired or in Corona or our kids have been on our nerves all day or like our dogs won't stop whining, right? Like you're a human being and you can't guarantee that when the end of the month comes or when you do your end of month budgeting that you've had a great month. So like anything that you can do to set yourself up ahead of time will just like really, really change your life and make you feel way more secure financially. And then another thing I want to say in regards to budgeting, I think a lot of times when we first start budgeting, it's like you have, we start with good intentions, right? So you're like, I'm going to start budgeting. Like, I'm going to get my life together. My finances are going to be perfect. I'm going to be rich. Like, it's going to be great. And that's great. But I think we almost go too far a lot of the times. I know when I first started budgeting, when I first started, like, I'm going to really get on top of my finances. Like, I know better than this. I kind of went to the extreme where I was, like, budgeting every single penny. I was like, I'm not going out to eat anymore. I'm not. Like, you just take it to the extreme and you're, like, stressed all the time. And it goes from, like, I don't know at all what my money is doing. I don't know at all if I'm going to be able to make rent at the end of the month to like, I'm stressed over every single penny, every single quarter, every single dime. And like, if I don't hit this number exactly, like my whole budget screwed, I'm going to be broke and living on the side of the street, right? Like you don't need to do either or like the healthiest place to be is really in the middle. And so when you first start budgeting, I would really encourage you to not even 
judge yourself, but just to start recording the transactions. So like maybe for the first month, you don't even know like what really is coming in and out of your account every month. So in the beginning, it might be helpful to just say like, write down every single transaction that comes out of your bank for like a month, because then you can start to see, like I said, like with anything with changing a habit, it starts with noticing the patterns because once you start to notice the patterns, you can start to have empathy for yourself and start to change them. Right. So like one thing that I noticed when I first started budgeting, which is like silly, I'm like unmarried, don't have any kids. So it's just me and my dog, but I would go to the grocery store every single week. And like every time I went to the grocery store, it obviously was target. I would like not only like get groceries for like the next couple days, but I would like spend more. And then I also would like usually treat myself to shoes or a bag or something like that. Right. So like noticing that pattern of like, wow, I went to the grocery store five times last month. Like that's kind of ridiculous. Would it be easier? Would I save money? Would I be maybe be more strategic to go once a month or every other week and just like plan my meals because not, and I did and it worked. And like, not only am I like saving money, spending a hundred dollars every two weeks instead of like $75 every week. I'm eating better. I'm planning better. I have less stress because I know what I'm eating like tomorrow and the next day and the next day, instead of like winging it every single day and honestly ordering Chick-fil-A too much. Like that's what I'm saying. So like, it's not about being super strict with yourself in the beginning. I don't want you to swing. Like I said, the pendulum, right? Like I don't want you to swing from not knowing what's going on with your money at all to like obsessing over it, which I think is so easy to do. Like humans, I always say this, I say this all the time, but it's like humans love to be all or nothing. Like we're in or out, up or down. Like it's so hard to like, we're like, I'm not going to be reckless with my money anymore. So I'm going to obsess over every single penny, but that's not healthy either. So I would just encourage you, like when you first start budgeting, when you first start really digging in and start tracking that monthly income to take it easy, start noticing the patterns and just write it down and not from a place of judgment, but just like genuine curiosity of like, Hey, I'm writing these down and I wonder if there's anything that's going to stick out to me that like is inconvenient or that I wish I could do better because like I'm telling you once you start writing it down and like writing it down consistently, you're going to start getting almost annoyed with yourself, but in a healthy way of like, for me, it was like, why am I going to the grocery store every three days? Like that makes no sense. Like it's just me. Like I should not be eating this much food. Like why am I blowing $75 all the time at Target? And so like, it's not about judging yourself. It's not about beating yourself up like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm blowing all this money. This is so stupid, blah, blah, blah. But just like getting curious, having empathy for yourself and saying like, can I make a better choice? Is there a different way that I can set myself up for success? Because I think coming at it from that angle, coming at it from like a place of empathy and respect and just genuine curiosity instead of like fear and shame and guilt and like focusing on all the ways that you suck and like you should be doing this better is like, it's just not helpful. That's kind of what I got. That's my spiel for today. In general, I think budgeting when you, like I said, budgeting when you are on variable income, when you maybe are not sure what you're bringing in every single week or month or year or quarter or whatever that looks like for you can be stressful. And so I totally understand. I hope this is helpful and helps you guys understand maybe ways that you can set yourself up for success and budget in a way that is empowering to you instead of beating yourself up. Like I said, a budget is meant to give you security and comfort. Like I know what's going on with my money. I feel confident. I feel secure. I know exactly when my phone bills do and when rents do and how I'm going to pay my <laughs> assistant and like when I need to get more dog food. Right. Cause like when you know that that is taken care of ahead of time, when you know that you are secure and safe and um, abundant and taking care of financially. It just frees your heart and your mind and your energy up for other things. Things like 
bringing in more business, things like having more fun, things like going on more vacations because you're not constantly stressed and worried and anxious and tight and like, oh, it's just bad. So, and that's what I want for you guys. Like I said, my whole brand is like money confidence because I really believe like once you have that money confidence, when you feel secure and empowered and not afraid or guilty or shamed or just any of those negative feelings about money, it just like brings your whole energy up. It like lights you up in a different way and empowers you to do more things you love. Yeah, I feel like I talked for a good bit this time. Sometimes it's more interactive. Sometimes it's more like question and answer. But today this was really on my heart. I just like, I was like, I, especially with Corona, especially with so many people in uncertainty right now, I like really wanted to talk on how to budget, how to feel secure when, you know, you don't know exactly what you're bringing in every single month. So I hope this was helpful. Before we kind of wrap up for the day, do you have any other questions? Is there something that you want to know specifically? Like I said, I love doing these live videos. It's like kind of the joy of my week to kind of get on here and like speak on a specific topic. Usually I don't know what I want to talk about until like right before, but I want these to be helpful for you. I want them to be relevant. I don't want it to just be me talking to my cell phone in my room because that's lame. Um, I want it to be helpful and like guide you and support you and answer the things that you want to know. So any other questions? I've also been on a heavy rosé kick. I don't know about you guys, but like during quarantine, I feel like I've moved through all the alcohol groups. Like I started with wine, then I got into beer, and then I was drinking like tequila, which is a lot (laughs) when you're drinking by yourself. And now I'm back on wine, so it's fun. Awesome. Yeah, you're so welcome. Thank you for coming. Like I said, I love this. I love you guys. I love getting to talk about this stuff because if it helps you, if it serves you, then I'm doing my job. So I really appreciate it. Yes, so good. Cheers. Yeah. (laughs) I started drinking early today. I was like, we're going to do this live video. We're going to talk. And I'm also going to drink some wine because I've had a productive day and I earned it. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much for showing up live. I love you guys. Send me any questions that you have. I'm going to post the replay as well. And otherwise, I will see you here next Wednesday. Same place, same time. And that's a wrap. Thanks again for tuning in to the Money Confident Podcast. My sincerest hope for the show is that you get the tools, the tricks, the kick in the ass that you need to bring your dream to life. I'm so, so thankful that you're here. Talk soon.